This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, February 15th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's State of Lines. Chile reception for Mexico's latest move. House Speaker gives attention to ag and stiff competition expected for conservation funds. Mexico's latest GM corn decree lands with a thud. Mexico's new decree to ban GM corn is being met in the U.S. with as much disdain as its first version back in 2020. Some lawmakers, as well as USDA and National Corn Growers Association, already denouncing the Mexican action. Senator Deb Fisher, the Nebraska Republican, calling the new decree, quote, an absurd rebuke of the United States and our shared trade agreements. Senator Roger Marshall, the Kansas Republican, told AgriPulse the decree, quote, is an unacceptable blow to Kansas corn growers and the safe biotechnology we use every day to sustainably feed, fuel, and clothe the world. It's time for the Biden administration to pursue legal action through USMCA. McCarthy talks up Farm Bill. Ag policies getting some rare up-close attention from a sitting House Speaker that could bode well for a movement of a farm bill later this year. Kevin McCarthy, the California Republican, met with reporters and then stayed for the entirety of the House Ag Committee listening session yesterday at the World Ag Expo in Tulare, California. McCarthy frequently mentioned the importance of specialty crops and trade assistance during the visit. He told reporters a new farm bill would pass this year, but he also suggested Republicans will review SNAP work requirements, a potentially divisive issue. For more on the listening session, as well as the Mexican biotech corn issue, you can read our AgriPulse Weekly newsletter. Feinstein won't seek re-election. California Democrat Senator Dianne Feinstein, who has worked closely with the state's farm groups on water, labor, and other issues, announced yesterday she won't run for re-election in 24. During his press briefing in Tulare yesterday, Speaker McCarthy reflected on working across the aisle with Feinstein on the Water Infrastructure Improvements for the Nation Act of 2016. It was one of the first times in more than a quarter century that the water legislation passed, he said. Feinstein, as a rare centrist, has often clashed with other California Democrats on water issues. Don't count on a Democrat successor taking a similar stand. NRCS chief sees strong demand for new conservation funding. The head of the USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service expects stiff competition for the $850 million in new conservation funding provided under the Inflation Reduction Act. Speaking to the National Association of Conservation Districts, NRCS Chief Terry Cosby said there would be rigorous standards for the funding, which is supposed to go toward promoting climate-related farming practices. We are a science-based agency, and when we look at these applications, we're going to be getting the best of the best. We're going to be buying environmental benefits, he said. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak 
after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000 plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. NASDA seeks to protect milk choice in schools. The National Association of State Departments of Agriculture has adopted a policy that says the National School Lunch Program should offer students at least one flavored milk option. The action at NASDA's Winter Policy Conference in Arlington, Virginia, comes in response to USDA's proposed new school nutrition standards. USDA is considering the possibility of banning flavored milk in school lunches. During a discussion of the policy amendment, a Texas representative said it was important to let local school districts decide what is best for students. California Agriculture Secretary Karen Ross cast the lone vote against the NASDA policy, citing concerns about added sugars. She challenged the food processing sector to formulate products to meet potential new USDA lunch guidelines. USDA looks forward to electronic ID tags. Rosemary Sifford, Deputy Administrator of Veterinary Services of the USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, told NASDA's Animal Agriculture Committee that the use of electronic identification tags in cattle will make it easier to track foreign and domestic animal diseases. Iowa Secretary of Agriculture Mike Nag, the committee's vice chair, said NASDA plans to submit comments on the proposed rule ahead of the March 20 deadline. EPA workers call attention to staffing crisis. EPA employees are holding a rally today at the agency's headquarters, completing a three-day blitz of Capitol Hill visits, uh, agitating for more funding to address what they call a staffing crisis. Members of EPA's largest union, AFGE Council 238, say that in the past two years, EPA has increased staffing by just 3%, even as its regulatory responsibility grown. The agency is losing senior staff to retirement at a record clip, and 3,000 employees, or 21% of the agency's workforce, are currently eligible for retirement, the union said. The union wants Congress to provide funding for more high-level positions, as well as higher pay, competitive with the private sector. The rally, quote, will highlight how countless skilled STEM workers are choosing private sector work because cause of the low wages and limited opportunities for career growth at EPA, the union said. Brazil's soy harvest speeds up. Brazil's soybean harvest is picking up the pace thanks to timely rains and overall good growing weather in the country's largest producing state of Mato Grosso, that according to the consulting firm Agral. Farmers had harvested 17% of the crop nationwide by Thursday of last week, up from 9% a week ago. 
Meanwhile, hot and dry weather continues to plague farmers in the southernmost state of Rio Grande do Sul, where the harvest has not yet begun. Take note, Matagrasso's farmers are also hurrying to plant their second corn crop, the Safrina crop. Agraal says about 25% of the Brazilian center south has finished planting corn for the season. Here's today's He Said It. Once we get the border solved, we can move forward. That House Speaker Kevin McCarthy telling reporters the Republican-controlled House won't consider ag labor reform until the U.S.-Mexico border is secured. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, February 15th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.